Hello, everybody, on a cold Tuesday here in the U.S. We have to check around here, wait for people to come in like usual. I hope everybody had a good Saturday, Sunday. We had a nice storm here. on Saturday, but besides that, not too bad. There I be. Waiting for people to come in. Hello, Caroline, Doug, Becky. Looking sound good. I gotta put my long sleeve Quest T-shirt on. Getting cold, I had to take the long sleeve uh, T-shirt from Quest. Very good, Cindy. Very, very good. You know, they gave a lot of promos for tonight's episode. So we got some to go through. After I do my spiel in the beginning, as you guys know. Alrighty, I can see myself on Facebook. If you guys can click on that Steam, Steam, uh, StreamYard logo above my head. It'll show your name and profile picture. Otherwise, it just tells me Facebook user. That's all it takes. Yup, Caroline. But uh, I always got to start out my programs like this. I got to thank my YouTube member supporters my membership there the knights the captains the marshals the senachels um they're just fantastic i want to thank uh luke and jeff m and curtis and jana and kelly and becky and josh and annette mark barbara michelle tammy sand dollar renee t roxy mike Jazz Dia, Wayne Starlene for their continued support and all the nights that helped me and the people on the nights that are upgrading $2 more a month. I thank you also. Also, I got to thank Judy, who's been having some internet problems. I hope she's okay uh, tonight and uh, tomorrow at her daughter's house. I thank you also, Sherry, for uh, helping your mom out. And also to Daniel, Daniel Spino for that extra support he gives to us on them Sunday morning historical statements with his research i appreciate each and every one of you don't forget renee tuttle still taking some things that if something inspired you by oak island season nine or season one send it to us something you made something you did send it to us we'll show the world i gotta thank my moderators tammy judy renee michelle daniel starlene and kathy and also to our quest lifetime contributor my good friend, Chris Dona. When you see the number posted on the bottom, that's when you call in or in text on the side to see if you can call in. It's 1-323-813-4135 is our number. I want to thank all my Quest of Oak Island Facebook group. I want to thank all my YouTube members. I want to thank my followers on Twitch. And we're live on Twitter this evening also. And also on my podcast, my anchor host that sends our audio to all over Apple, Google, Pocket, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Amazon, all over the place, guys, all over the place. Um, and also, since I don't take links in my uh, group, my Facebook Quest group, only links will be for what I develop or my moderators develop, no outside links from other groups, but I do support Jake Roberts. His YouTube channel and his Facebook channel is the Ghost of Bacon, YouTube channel or Ghost of Bacon, and Facebook group. You catch him every other Sunday at about 7 o'clock. You know, go see him. Give him a like. Give him a subscribe. That's Jake Roberts at the Ghost of Bacon <clears throat> every other Sunday, or see him for other details if he's got somebody special coming on in different times like me 
you get people from overseas, well, you got to get on a little earlier. So check out Jake Roberts at the Ghost of Bacon. So you guys getting hyped up for today? Hello, Ashley. Hello, Jim. Hello, Marty. You're welcome, Judy. Good evening, Deborah. Marty. Good evening, Kathy. Everybody's good. And also, the only time you can do Super Chats on the YouTube side to donate a dollar or whatever, if you like the stream, is when we're live. People ask me to do a Super Chat after I was off YouTube. It's only available on the bottom of the chat when I'm live. And that's it. I thank you for the people that have been subscribing to my YouTube channel. I want to thank always uh, the people that support me throughout this endeavor for the now uh, going on six years. Hello, Robert. Yep, they showed us a lot in their previews. I got some screenshots, guys, that we can go over. They gave us a lot for my pre-show tonight, and I don't know why, but they did. And um, they're getting us pumped again. It's been a it's been a little slow, but don't forget, you got so many, so much content to to do. And there is going to be fillers, you know. There is going to be fillers like any other TV show, because they can't do the whole thing in three weeks and then let us hang. You know what I mean? But uh, I think we're getting a good one tonight. Judy will be busy at her daughter's house. I'll be busy from, oh, my lordy 40, from like quarter to nine to 11 o'clock. We'll still talk about Beyond Oak Island, the later show, but just not in depth at all. Like the Curse of Oak Island is our main goal. And we will talk about Beyond Oak Island or whatever you guys want to talk about on the later uh, broadcast. That's no problem at all. Hello, Mark from Australia. And you're nice and warm. Hello, Starlene. Hello, Stu. Hello, Robin from Tennessee. Oh, Australia. That's where I need to be for the whole winter. You got an extra room for me? And internet so I can podcast? Hello, Darlene. Hello, Gloria. Everybody's coming in. Sounds good. It sounds good. Show a couple of people that are coming in. Give them some air time, as usual. Getting air time. Getting air time here, guys. Let the world see you. Hello, BC. What's happening? John Zimmerman, just me again. It's all right. Hello, Wendy. If you click on that StreamYard link above my head, I can see your profile and your name. Uh, Wendy and John Zimmerman. Mark says, plenty of room here and good internet. All right, and you got some cold beer, right? Alrighty. That's what I like. Joanne, hi, I'm from New Zealand. Looking forward to tonight's show. Hello, Joanne. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for being a member. If not, please join my uh, Facebook group or my YouTube group. We usually start out with my introductions, thanking everybody and giving everybody some FaceTime, putting their names up before I actually start the show. Because tomorrow night, Wednesday, 7.30, Judy will be on with me, we hope. Should be no problem. For her synopsis of tonight's doodads uh, on the show, in detail, like usual. 
Jews the only one that can do that type of stuff. I can't. And hello, Professor. Professor's in the house, still eating lasagna. Got another month or two of lasagna, then he'll be all set to go. Hello, Diane Halton. Thanks for coming in, guys. Hello, Jazz Dia. I just love that name. Jazz Dia. And Glenn Lonesfoot. Scott's from Toronto. We're hyped tonight, guys. We're hyped for this pre-show. If you show me your profile like that, um, uh, Scott, it'll show your face to the world, but maybe you don't want the world to see your face. But look what I do. I'm a shy guy, and look at me. Unbelievable. And there's Aaron. Big group in here tonight, Tuesday night. Judy says she should be good for tomorrow. Like Judy, I'm not no tech-savvy person, so we just turn the buttons on and see what happens. We'll keep you all informed. Yup, Robin. Everybody's excited for tonight's show. I think they're going to show us a little bit more tonight, you know? The professor. You guys, your 71,000 members made me do all this. I couldn't just send you screenshots on the on the page. And everybody wanted to share stuff, and you can't share anything on my private Facebook group. So here I be. <laughs> Curtis, my main man. I'm on Facebook and YouTube, so I can see all the comments. Well, how come your uh, name's not coming up through StreamYard, uh, Curtis? I see you on Facebook. But I don't see you on, uh, this is what I get to you. I don't get no Curtis face. Alrighty. Yup, our video chats. As long as we got content. You know, the summer is a rough month. I don't know how we got through it, but we got through the whole summer. And now is when all the information's coming in. Information comes in on Monday night and Tuesday afternoon. It gives us so much things to talk about in real time. You know what I mean? In real time. Hello, Linda. Jazz Dia, there's a difference between speaking in front of a microphone, even if thousands are listening, and being in front of thousands in an auditorium. You do great. Really? We got thousands watching me? I think we only got 40 people that ever watch me. That's all. That's why I don't get nervous. There's only 40 people, Jazz D, so don't worry about it. All right, what we got here now? Once you allow StreamYard to show your picture once, you don't have to do it again. Correct the mundo. Yep. Hello, Gustavo. How are you? Hope you're good. All right, let's see what Jim has to say here before we get into the thing. This is Jim Circa. With additional study, I believe a stone road was initially built so ox carts or sleds were used to haul dirt out of the tunnels. They dug so many tunnels, they didn't want piles of dirt stacked up to tip off somebody that something was dug, so they dumped the dirt is now in the swamp. Could be. Could be. A big plan in motion, obviously before they dug the tunnels, I still say the uh, stone roads or pathways are wharfs. That was a incoming harbor, and there was wood on these rocks. Because if Carmen Lake says oxen would not walk on them stones, that's good enough for me, guys. Hello, Virginia. Thanks for coming in. Sand dollars in the house. Thanks for coming in, Sand Dollar. 
Thanks for coming in, Thomas. Please remember to give a thumbs up. Why couldn't they have used a thick layer of eelgrass, straw, salt, march hay, or whatever in the lieu of wood planks? Because when you've got a 3,000-pound animal with the hoofs and the steel ox shoes, they'll just go right through that stuff. Too heavy. And if their load in the back is too heavy, I would love to see wheel marks into the stones if they use the stones. I have seen none. But that's my own personal opinion that the the oxen were so heavy that they had to have some kind of surface on top of the rocks. And then it can be as wood, mud, dirt, grass, muck, clay. Their uh, hoofs would go right through that just because of the weight of them. Does that make sense? Yep, Carmen says the oxen wouldn't uh, use that cobblestone pathway, whatever. So I still say it's just a wharf, both sides. Hello, Peter. Well, everybody's coming in. The professor, I sincerely believe that the construction you mentioned was started during the Fabricier voyages in the late 1570s. Thank you. There's Jeff M. Hello, Jeff M. Thanks for coming in. People are still piling in. I love it. You guys are the best. Alrighty. Well, let's go through some screenshots. It's about 7.30, so I want to get out of here. I never get out of here. I always call it a quick quest 30 on pre-show. Yup, Chuck, maybe, yeah. Maybe they use sleds mostly. But they still had to be pulled by something, Chuck. That's what I'm saying. The weight of the oxen. You know? There's Maria from Las Vegas. And then Daniel, whose ship is it in the swamp? Unbelievable. Who the heck knows? Yep, Thomas. When I had Carmen on, he said definitely they would break their, their hoofs, ankles, legs, the oxen, I'm saying, because of their weight. All righty, let's put up some uh, screenshots that I have on the preview. You guys ready? Yep, Linda. Some kind of ship or just parts of it. Or don't forget, when the road wasn't there, everything would pour into that swamp and be trapped. Storms and such, always. All righty, here we go. Okay, here they are in the war room, obviously. Doug, Rick, Steve. Can somebody tell me why Rick smells the pieces of wood? Dan Blankenship smelled the wood. The way it smelled, it was how old it was. I guess the rotter the smell, the older it was. Diane. Dan Blankenship has that trick. And this is saying for today. Tomorrow is today. And this is some kind of new technology. Now, I don't think this is the M-U-O-N, Muon, Professor. Do you think that's what it is? You know, they said they would x-ray from the bottom up. I couldn't get a sound bite if this was the new muon uh, technology that they were going to put lower at the uh, stone triangle. But we'll find that out tonight, guys. So let's listen to them tonight and see if this is the new technology they're talking about and really get a focus on this. 
Yeah, Daniel, looks different for sure. Yeah. Doesn't look like no x-ray, but I don't know. They're using so much technology and technology moves every six months. Whatever they used here in six months is obsolete and they got something else. That's a closer picture. But um, like I said, we'll get an explanation tonight. And the guy in the middle between uh, Greg and uh, Marty, he's the one doing the presentation uh, for this new technology. But I only can get so much out of a 30-second clip, you know what I mean? Chuck Bryan, Dan said, original woods smell different and unique. Okay. But um, this is what will be on the ball for tonight. Looks pretty fascinating to me. Quite a difference from getting them camera images from uh, Dan Blankenship, those black and white images down 235 feet in 10X, huh, guys? And there's the Jake. It doesn't matter what country of origin the ship comes from in the age of privateering. It could have been left by Drake, Raleigh, or Easton, or probably others. Thanks, Jake. <clears throat> Facebook user, this Jim. Jim Sierra, I would be interested in taking core samples in the swamp where it's not been touched to determine the soil at different depths and what they can determine where the soil came from. Oh, Jim, they did have a floating drill platform in the swamp, and they did the whole swamp. That's what I'm saying. We haven't heard about the contents of the drill tubes that they took samples from. Obviously, they went over the anomaly. Drilled holes, deeper and shallower, because the seismic uh, testing said it was just 50 feet below. So obviously they drilled and cored the whole swamp. But as far as information that I know, they have said nothing. Did they pull up a bunch of ash? Did they pull up a bunch of this or that? Nothing, as I know. If you guys know more than me, be free to say it. But as far as their core drilling program on the floating drill deck, that was a couple of seasons ago, I haven't got anything really positive or anything, not positive, but I haven't got anything as far as uh, materials that came out of that drill program. You got that, Jim? And there's a closer look of whatever this looks like 3D technology to me. You're welcome, Jim. But that's all my own personal opinion that I've thought of. And if I knew something, I would tell you. So this is some kind of 3D imaging that I hope when Steve Guttel, the surveyor, does this whole island with his GPS, he can give us a 3D image of the whole island. Can you imagine that? Would love to see that. Would love it. So this is some kind of 3D mapping technology. And how they did it, I'm not sure. The Muon, they told me that it's from like uh, an X-ray from the bottom up. And I don't think the bottom up would give us this type of uh, graphics. But then... I don't know what the computer programs they have that they change it and it goes back to 3D. So let's listen tonight. Listen to these guys and see um, where the heck it came from. You know, yep, Caroline, could be a natural cave. We'll get into something, a little bit of that with uh, Gordon Fader. Robot. CMF laser scanning. Well, I can't Google it right now, Robert, but thank you. 
Uh, robot says, uh, Irving's do the uh, CFM laser scanning. Google it. Obviously, I can't do it now, but yeah, it's not LIDAR. LIDAR. I've asked people who know about LIDAR. It is not LIDAR. That's what I thought. I thought it was just a colored, more detailed piece of LIDAR, Ashley, but um, no, it is not. All right, which way am I going here? And they say a new level. Got to watch out for them side tunnels. I still don't know how they're going to see that, but but we know they put in at least one 10-foot case on from pictures previous. So we know towards the end they did put in one 10-foot case on. I hope they put in 10 case ons, but I think they didn't have the time to. I'm still sticking my neck out that they only did one 10-foot case on. Yep. There was another picture of the 3D image of the money pit area. You see the indentations, the waves of sort of land, the different steps of land. But I have no idea what this... um, new technology is that's why we'll watch tonight find out the particulars and tell you all about it as you learned it today on a quick show but tomorrow wednesday night at 7 30 me and judy she'll have the synopsis on what the heck is going on here this is just a pre-show just getting you ready for tonight hyping you up How deep is too deep? Don't forget, if this vault is in granite, you need no shoring. You need no wood. The place you need wood is the disturbed soil and gravel. If this vault is in a granite tunnel, that's self-supporting. You know what I mean, guys? Gustavo, he retired from the show. Dave Blankenship, he's doing good. He's with the grandkids. I talked to him once in a while. I put out a message about three weeks ago. He hasn't replied yet, so maybe he's on vacation going somewhere for the winter. And there's Rick saying, huh, new technology? Yeah, probably, Chuck. We'll find out tonight. Usually different colors mean different depths. Green, red, blue. But each technology has a different item to say their image is. So we just got to go by this image and what they tell us tonight and go from there. So that was our first group of streams. Well, Deborah, usually they do 23 episodes a year. We're only on episode 10. So we're almost halfway. And that's if they do the average of 23. I have no idea how many episodes they're doing. Just enjoy the ride. All right, guys, I got to. Hello, Luke. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, I know. We're getting sick of wood. So is Marty. Just imagine how they feel. And we don't have a dime invested. Just imagine how those guys feel. So enjoy the ride. It's a TV show, number one. But then I'm all interested on the treasure side, the recovery side, the history side. And let's find something. You guys just got to stick with them like us. If not, change the channel. Watch something else. Nothing I can tell you. But I'm in for the long haul. I'm in to the end. So usually they average about 23 episodes. And uh, see where we go from there. All right, let's do my couple more slides that I got. They gave me a lot of info, guys. All right, here we are back in the swamp. 
And don't forget when I told you, uh, when was I on last Wednesday with Judy, that we had that big layer of sand. Obviously, that was the beach. You know? Obviously, the road wasn't there at the time of all this craziness. So at least when they found the beach, they sort of know where the older coastline was, sort of. You know, take soil samples over there, date things under the sand, and see what those dates come up. I haven't got a lot of dates, really, from the last part of the show with a lot of wood. You know? But those dates will show, especially in the sand that they showed, you know, how long has it been in that sand under the beach when there was no road? Yep, all you guys are. Yep, I know. We're the steady eddies. You know, and these other people that are new, they stream all eight seasons in uh, three days or something, and they want to know now. Well, I, I don't work that way. And uh, everybody gets uh, unpatient, but we learn to be patient, ride them out, and enjoy the ride. That's all I can tell you. Yep, Cindy, Jake, Robin. So we're back in the swamp here. They showed us a clip. Now they say this, revealing secrets. Now what the heck does this mean? Is there a code in here or something? And Jake has always got me looking at codes. Even though it says revealing secrets, I might be saying something else. I have no idea. But I need a lot of pictures. You can explain to me all day long. I don't know what the heck anybody's saying. But uh, they say these things for a reason. Like Kathy says, a hook. You know? So, all right, Chuck, we got 71,000 people trying to find out what's going on in this uh, Oak Island. We'll just go on to something else, Professor. We'll just pick a show or do something that the whole group wants to do. They'll follow me. I think the group will follow me. Hi, Elaine. Thanks for coming in. Then they found this. Now, is this another top of a barrel? In Doug W., I think the same technology is used in the Valley of the King's Chambers. Maybe. Maybe. But holy schmoly roly. Year 2022. They should be able to find something or something was there and gone or something is still there. Enough's enough. Let's go get it, as Judy always tells me. Let's go get it, and then we'll see what goes on. They'll go on to other treasure uh, uh, hunts, and uh, if the group wants to stay with me, fine. You know, we'll see what they want to do. We can do anything you guys want to do. You guys as a group make the group, not me. Yup, Chuck. So I don't know what this was. I never saw this piece again. So they'll show this tonight and get this dated. But um, a lot of pieces of ships in this muck. Oh, I went the wrong way. And then they showed this. And I'm going, well, I didn't see all these pieces. Did we see all these pieces? We saw the top piece. We saw the top uh, pin, which a Facebook uh, said, a Facebook member, I can't remember her name, said it could be a pin to tie uh, a sail to. That was very good. Then near the hole is that other half piece that they tied a rope around. Then the hole from the desk, the thing that looks like a fan blade, I don't remember seeing that. Do you guys remember seeing that?
I'm going, oh my lordy forty. We saw the bigger piece from the fan blade. I'm just calling it a fan blade. I know it's part of a ship or something. Then we got the thing with the hole and the notch out at the end. Then that new piece I just showed you. And then the one on the bottom. Starlin, you think we saw them all? I don't think we saw the bottom two. That's I'll uh, be showing tonight. I could be wrong. I have no idea. Rum barrels. And the big question is, who the heck is this guy? Thank you, Elaine. Yep, Scott. I don't remember that. The last half of the table, I don't remember. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. The railing's not even in this picture. The hat man. Nice beard. Alrighty, we'll go to the next one. Well, we'll find out tonight, guys. Judy will tell us tomorrow, because I have no idea. And it doesn't stop there. Okay. Hmm. And sort of the last picture is, they find something in the drill hole, in the casing. Now, how the heck can it be that far up? If you took the drill out and all the water came out, how the heck can something be there? The only thing I thought when they showed us last week that the water was spurting right out of there is they were in an enclosed anomaly. So when the drill went through, the pressure in the enclosed anomaly spit up. Up it came. Otherwise, if there was cracks and crevices down there, it would just drill normal. You know what I mean? Absolutely, Chuck. They have over 2,000 artifacts. We haven't seen 10%. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we'll see tonight. We'll see tonight. All righty. And I'm going to put this picture up of in Jim James. Chuck Bryant, uh, Gloria, Jim James. I expect Rick to run over and taste the water when it gushes up. <laughs> Jim, good, good. Unbelievable. <laughs> very good, Jim, very good. It's too clean for him to, to drink it. All righty. You guys are the best. Unbelievable. <clears throat> I'm going to put this um, picture up. So we got to think of all sides, and uh, we'll go from here. This is from Gordon Favor. This is mostly for the people on the YouTube side, the geologist up there. And um, he posted this picture showing all them yellow circles, and on the right is just those uh, indentations that you see. And he said this on my Facebook group, and I thank him, Gordon Fader, for plugging in some things for some explanations until we see it on the show. Gordon Fader said this, on a recent show preview, they showed an image 
the one on the left, the colored one, of the money pit site that likely represents a surface at the depth. If it is indeed that, Gordon has provided an interpretation of that image that shows a cluster of large and small sinkholes on the surface. It may be in the till or on or near the bedrock surface, but deep features mimic their way through above layers. On the right, the black and white picture on the right, guys, they are very similar. At this stage, without additional information on the Oak Island image, both look exactly the same. Gordon says this attests to the presence of sinkholes at the surface of Oak Island and some buried at depth. This is the most important characteristic of Oak Island that has led to the misinterpretation of the burial of a treasure. So that's his explanation of sinkholes, a natural form in things, was the money pit uh, just a sinkhole vent and they restructured it to be a diversion? Did they restructure it to have a side tunnel off the money pit? Was it a big diversion so people would dig there and find nothing and give up? I hope we get answers. I hope. Then also, I wanted to show guys and my members um, this also about things getting into the swamp. Maybe they try to plant different trees, different crops. I have no idea. And this was done a couple of uh, seasons ago. This is for my YouTube side to see. And also for my reaction from my audio side on my radio podcast, I call it. Even though Spotify does my videos, the rest of them don't. And this is when they found a cork oak stump um, at the swamp. That's a close-up of the cork oak that they found the stump. Don't know if it was growing. Don't know if just the stump floated in from the ocean to the bay into the swamp. I have no idea. And there's what they found. And that guy took a sample, and I haven't heard a thing about it. The professor in 1587, Francis Drake captured 2,900 casts of sherry that were going to South America. That's a good drinking party. What I'm saying, things that they leave us hanging with is just unbelievable. Oh, you up a lane, sinkholes could be interesting viewing if someone made sure it happens. Yeah, could explain Alex's comment on preview asking if something collapsed. Correct Amundo, like in Florida, the sinkholes just open up. And obviously, if you have a big sinkhole like that and you have a treasure, I mean, these guys were on the ball. These guys know what they were doing because there's no air vent. There's no nothing. There's just a money pit. That's it, period, done. Is there an offset chamber? Obviously. Is there maybe another chamber on the west side? Go west, young man. Please uh, go and see dot to dot. Also go see um, Oak Island Research. They got all the technology side. They'll be on with me uh, shortly to explain all their graphs and overlays. Don't forget to go see Jake Roberts every other Sunday. It is Ghost of Bacon's Facebook and YouTube site. He has different guests on every other week. I don't accept any links anymore on my group. Uh, but I'll give him a very good live show advertisement. That's what I do. Yup, Chuck, the swamp is also a natural dumpster. Where did all the wood from uh, Smith's Gove go? Hurricanes, northeasterns. Or did they try to plant different trees many years ago to see what take? Cork oak, would they use that in ships probably? I don't know. You know we should talk to a shipbuilder. They have a shipbuilder on there. 
There's Daniel. Was cork used to bottle something after distilling? It sure is. Yet we can't find no glass around. Can't find no broken bottles, no broken dishes, no broken nothing. Zero. Did all of Smith's Cove found zero in the swamp, finding pieces of wood, fence posts, pieces of a ship that could have floated in without the road there or the pathway. Miriam did find one bottle. Yep. What was that bottle, uh? Oh, Daniel, was that uh, the bottom they found and they found the top with the ring on top of it? I can't remember. It could be. It could be. If they ever found Sherry uh, on the island, Jake Roberts will never get off the island until every bottle is done. Yeah, that was it. Laird said a wine bottle, but I think he said a wine bottle, yeah. Yeah. This robot, he's good. This guy, robot. Corco was made into fishing bowies, yeah, for the Grand Banks. And they only showed this one stump. The rest must have just rotted away. Yup, Chuck, this was the only cork oak and stump that they found, not unless they're holding back on us. I have no idea. And that guy in the beginning took a sample, and I haven't heard a thing. Have you guys heard a thing? I know that one, Jake. Yep, Judy says that, yep. And Chuck, it's the only one probably brought by the storms. Yeah, from the ocean, into the bay, into the swamp. You know how much stuff you can say that they did that? All the shipwrecks, all the uh, wood, all the pieces of ships. We have an anomaly there, guys. It looks like a ship. We have a drilled platform that drilled the swamp. I say there might be a small sort of ship there, maybe, but I doubt it. I'm sticking my neck on. If there was a ship in the swamp and they had a drilling platform over it, don't you think they would drill the whole anomaly if the first drill came up with a lot of wood or ash or something? Hey, we got something. I never heard a thing. Not unless uh, for some reason they know what's going on and not telling us, I'm just going by what the show tells us. You know what I mean? And Aaron, by the time that photo was taken, everybody with a shovel had dug a shaft and tunnels, so they would have been sinkholes, but maybe not. Yeah. You don't know. But this whole place... If this place was a distillery for uh, for uh, liquor and stuff like that, I'm looking for debris. I'm not looking for one bottle. I'm not looking for just a... I'm looking for stuff. If there's people on this island making stuff and everything, why is it so clean? That's my That's my thing. If you have a fact, not a factory, but a big thing going on over there, and a lot of people throwing garbage and all that stuff. I just, it's just too clean. The island is too clean, in my opinion. Yes, it is, Caroline. And only can come from uh, Portugal. From the ocean, storms, currents, right into the swamp. And don't forget there was no road in front, Caroline. 
The drilling platform couldn't drill deep enough. The drill was hitting something hard. It couldn't drill through it. Just did, but not for the whole 200 feet by 45 feet. Couldn't be. We'll have to look into this. So if they're going to concentrate on the uh, swamp, I want my crew of 71,000 people to go back, recheck this drilling platform that was in the swamp, re-see these episodes with the drilling platforms. You know what I'm talking about. And see what information we got from the drilling platform. If they were hitting something, they couldn't go deep enough. Where were they? What was the hole called? Okay, guys. Why could they only go 30 feet in a thing that's 200 feet wide by 45 feet long? I mean, 45 foot wide and 200 and something feet long. Jonathan Prescott, Oak Island Order during the Revolution, had a literally distillery in Halifax. Huh. Unbelievable. But um, I still say there should be more stuff on that island. Or they got me beat. They cleaned up after themselves, just like Smith's Cove. I have no idea. You got that right, Chuck. My guys, my members know things before the show knows things, just like they show Doug uh, searching on the uh, on the computer when we find an object. I have people telling me one hour after I uh, finish the show, John, I found this object. It's on eBay, or I found this object. This is this and that. Because Doug has the same resources resources as we do. Google, Facebook, you know. We make sure we tell facts, you know, not rumors. And they go up or whatever. And Bill says they froze up. Where are you? They cleaned up and generations of work has gotten rid of a lot of the remnants. No kidding. Unbelievable. Unreal. Now, let me see here. Where am I going here? That was a close-up. Well, the cork oak, I wish we find something more about that when that guy took a sample. So maybe it wasn't relevant or TV-worthy. So that's all I can say. There it is. And I'll show you uh, the guy. You see that bag he's got? Yep, he's got a taste of water. I understand what you're saying, Jim. That guy's got that bag. He's got a sample of that Portuguese uh, oak cork stone stump and uh, we haven't heard a thing so we know they took samples and if you guys heard of anything from this uh, Portugal cork oak let us know let us know. And if, Bill, they froze up the drill in the swamp, I'm going to look back. I want you guys to look back also and see what information we can find out on uh, the drilling platform. Did they do the whole swamp? Was there a map? Did they go over the anomaly? Yup, Daniel. But at least have us a show that, well, here's where the vault was. Here's the opening of that's where this was. 
and then move on to the west part of the island, looking for the hatch. Looking for other things from Xena's map. Go through it all. Like I said, myself, my own personal opinion, I checked off Smith's Cove. If they spent the money to refresh and rebuild all of Smith's Cove, I do not think they're going to go back there and disturb it again. But if they get pertinent information for sure, they can just maybe move the rock walls, get a permit, and throw a drill in there. I'm not sure, but usually when somebody refurbishes and redoes an area, they're pretty much done. So I'm calling it Smith's Cove. I put an X on it. I put an X on the Serpent Mound, and that's all I got. Me up, Daniel. Where we go if there's a season 10 we'll see but um i don't know how far along we're going to get on season nine to really answer a lot of our questions guys you know you up gloria very much different yep but Season 9 has to be a real head-turner. I mean, they've been there since 2006. I'm pretty sure, 2006. That gives them 16 years there. 16 years. So I think Season 9 has to be a turning point. And I hope it is. Okay, guys. That's about it for tonight. Get hyped for the show. Me and Judy will be on 7.30 tomorrow night with her synopsis in detail. Yep, we'll be on tomorrow. And then Danny says, what happens if they find the cash or treasure? Is the show over? No. I think there's more to be found if they find something first. If not, they just go to the west side. But that's my own personal opinion. So uh, me and Judy will be on tomorrow at 7.30. There's more to the story, like Ashley says. But I think season nine has to be a turning point. And um, we'll have to go from there. So enjoy the show tonight. But remember, guys, remember, members, always go forward. You may get a setback, but just believe in yourself. Believe in your dreams. Never give up. I never give up. You keep smiling. You be kind. For tomorrow was never given, never. So stay strong. Stay positive, stay safe, get those N95 masks, put a piece of tape on the bridge of your nose on the mask. That little area, when you put your glasses on, your glasses don't steam up. I thank you for joining me tonight. We'll see you Wednesday night with uh, Judy. Hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you, and take care. Bye-bye now.